Okay, podcasters, welcome back to another episode of Improper Mimi, where we talk about the things that empower women at home, work, and play. Since today is April 20th, we are celebrating 420 and the fact that New York State has now legalized recreational marijuana. If you remember the 420 Improper Mimi episode from last year with Miss Falana Fox, 420 amateurs, a bag of weed, and people, we had some pretty funny stories about our limited exposure to weed. So go ahead, when you get a chance, go back and take a listen if you haven't already. Fast forward to today, 4-2021, and I'm here celebrating with Ozzy the Artist, Siren Young, and some other friends, and we're going to be doing some yoga together, some of us smoking, some of us not smoking, some of us just doing whatever we want to do to relax as we chat about marijuana, aka Mary Jane, aka weed, and the added benefit when it is combined with yoga, and of course, chatting about the legalized recreational usage in New York State now. So, enjoy the convo and let Improper Mimi know how much you like today's show. All right, so I'm going to lead us. Well, first of all, hi, I should introduce myself, right? (laughs) My name is Ozzy. I'm a singer, songwriter, yoga instructor, from East Harlem. Uh, I also work as a counselor for New York City Public Schools. And so just a little bit about my journey into yoga is that I uh, found the program. uh, I would say like two years ago, I was in a place where I was just kind of like, I need to do something to change my life. I don't know what that thing is, but, you know, I feel like I was kind of at a precipice. And I found this program on Instagram called Brief for Change. And basically, it's a program that trained educators to become yoga instructors. So that's how I got my certification and how I found the practice of yoga. Um, since then, I've tried to bring it to the schools I've worked in. Um, I taught a little bit in a company that I trained with in artist development called The Voice Box. Uh, so I did classes for artists there. Um, I did a couple of private classes and, um, you know, we all know what happened last year with COVID Mm. took a lot of time reflecting over the year and I should be launching business again this year. And so I'm excited to like, this is literally the launch here. (laughs) (laughs) Excellent. Yes. Right here. Um, Proper Mimi. (laughs) Yes. Well, first of all, happy 420. Happy 420, everybody. Happy 420. Happy 420. Um, and certainly this celebration this year for New York, uh, New York City, mm-hmm. the greater mm-hmm. tri-state area, um, finally pushing everything through for the full legalization of recreational usage. Mm-hmm. Little golf class for New York for finally getting on board. Yes. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. certain people trying to claim they were always on board and they really weren't. But yeah. Yeah, they just didn't know it. <laughs> you can definitely share what you guys are smoking right now. Like I have like four different strains, yeah. but I'm only going to smoke one. I had some, um, you know, because I'm still like a freshman newbie at all of this. So I had my CBD oils. I had my OG for my balance and awakening, you know. <laughs> you guys have anything to uh, imbibe and enjoy yourselves with? 
No. <laughs> um, I think I'm gonna do Grease Monkey tonight, but I'm kind of torn because I like um, Marsha Mac and. Yo, that's uh, funny. My pen is Grease Monkey. Oh, you just made the decision for me. You just made the decision for me. I have like Hawaiian Mist, I have Kosher Tangy, I have the Grease Monkey, and I have like cereal milk. Now, I don't even know what these are and what's the difference. Well, um, besides the difference in strain uh, regarding uh, indica or sativa, youth. So everything I just mentioned was some form of a hybrid. Some of them heavier indica some of them heavier on uh, sativa the difference is what the blend brings to the table um, for the high that you want to experience Uh, for me um i like a balance um i'm not you know there are some strains that can leave you feeling sluggish Uh, some people want to take something that's like a nighttime sleepy tea relax and that's fine that's cool i definitely want something to release the tension but i'm more of an active user Mm-hmm. Um, I can sit and chill. I can, I definitely have the certain strains that I want to like psychedelic out with, you know, you know, watch a movie or something like that, or listen to zone out the music. But when mm-hmm. I really want to work or if I still have mm-hmm. motivation and ambition, I pick a strain that's going to, it's be uplifting, something mm-hmm. that's, um, mm-hmm. that encourages your energy. Nice. I honestly yeah. feel like, Yes. But I like citrus normally, like in everything. Mm-hmm. Like I really enjoy sativas that have that orangey, like citrus smell or like taste. I definitely, you already know that. Um, we have that in common when it comes to essential oils. You know, uh, atmosphere is important. Um, I think to everyone, even if they don't recognize it. Um, and yeah. you can create a dynamic atmosphere. So setting every, I'm synesthetic as well. So I kind of vibe off of everything from, the energy, the feel, the frequency, the the mm-hmm. color, you know, everything, you know, the hue of the room that I'm in changes everything within me, depending on my mood. So I try to uh, welcome all the positive light that I can. <laughs> I made my own hybrid in here. <laughs> I like mixed whatever, because I went to California recently. Um, oh, nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I bought a whole bunch of stuff back. <laughs> um, Which is always so, fun. Yeah, um, but like now on, I'm on like the reserves of like, oh. the, pint, like the little bits I have. I, well, I, was, I was smart. I divided what I had in half and I was like, right, this half I'm going to have later in a couple of months. There you go. <laughs> That's I'm running bacon. to the bottom of like my stash for now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I had to like <laughs> put whatever I had together. <laughs> So no, good. but it's it's such a freedom. Like we're just walking, la di da, just smoking mm-hmm. a J. Like nobody can do nothing. <laughs> well, be careful, because like drinking, you can still get a citation for walking no, down cannot. the street. I and read vibing. the new laws. No, no, be careful. Be careful. <laughs> I'm not saying you you're gonna get a ticket for being outside and smoking. What I'm saying is treat it, especially in New York. Treat it like you're walking down the street with, you know, liquor. Just make sure it's never really discernible. The smell is one thing. That's cool. But just mm-hmm. walk through this life knowing like, oh, okay, I'm not going to flaunt and just literally walk down the block smoking a blunt. Like, no. They're, they're not <laughs> looking for it, but you can still, you know, they can still take it and ruin your day. So don't do that. They could, they could take it away law- from you. I literally- or- 
So yeah, I'm not saying. Put it this way. That's not what I've read. I'm not talking. Listen, <laughs> right, listen, right. What, what, what I'm actually saying to you is. I will pull up is, my phone so quick. Excuse me, I'm sir. According to your .gov us, website. We're going to do some I'm, fact checking. I'm literally saying for us. <laughs> As in no, the I people get that we know it. will I not know, get the same treatment in public. No, I get it. I know. You know I know it's, a, it's funny how the rules don't apply the same way for everybody, right? No, it's true. I understand what you're saying. Yeah. I'm just being funny. And no, likewise, even, yeah. even in that, like me, I think being um, a fair skin and woman, like it is easier for me to walk around smoking in jail if I wanted to. Wow. So I, I do believe that. that. Yeah, I could believe that. Although I did, like you know, Sai, last year get that freaking citation. Yeah. Which you know I remember. I know. <laughs> what? You know, like the first thing I thought of when it got <laughs> legal is I was like, really? You y'all telling me that a year after you made me sweat and be pressed <laughs> uh-oh. Uh-oh. about this whole situation. Mm-hmm. And you made me go to court and like, like it wasn't anything crazy. It was literally like they looked at it or like you don't got nothing on your record. Like let her go. This was a waste of all of our time here. Wow. But it's it's just that it's annoying. It's like yo, I had to waste a whole day, leave work, <laughs> to go to <laughs> not <court>. leave work, <laughs> so that you know for this to now be legal a year later. That that was the one thing that the first mm. thought that crossed my mind. I was like. My goodness, yeah. I guess the real question would be, but did you die though? <laughs> you survived. You, you, you survived. seem like you're okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm fine. No, I just I hope that they hold at their end of the bargain and they they stop trying to jam people up for simple offenses, so to speak. Not that well, this is. But yeah, just start recognizing that human life, humanity is mm-hmm. larger than a set of rules. Yeah, we mm-hmm. have rules, but everything's not supposed to be governed to the letter of the law. Like recognize the balance, treat people like humans, not like they're some, you know, depraved species. And, and you'll start to see the balance correct itself. That's it. Right. I don't have anything else to give them. Like... I know, because I was even wondering about the um, people who are already impacted or in the system. Like, mm-hmm. I, I wanted to look up, I didn't really get to look up more info on, like, how are records being expunged, or if you were, you know, like, how... They said, like, from, again, from, I, I literally, I went to read, like, all right, what, what is up with this? And it right. said point blank, like, all right, this is how much you can carry, blah, 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 blah. And there was a section on, and we're dedicated to expunging, you know, people with records. There was another section, uh, like, on, we're dedicated to having, a sp- like, a certain percentage of Black-owned um, cannabis business. So it's yeah. written there. Now, how much, that's literally all that's written, though. There's no, like, plan after those sentences, so. Right. There are more details. I would definitely say um, a couple of years ago, you are definitely correct. There wasn't much detail regarding how they were going to go about legitimizing things, regulating things. And we're still in a gray area of this regulation. However, um, I do know um, that there's a large, well, a decent collective of people 
um, myself included, um, that are, you know, pro-cannabis and have been the entire time, mm -hmm. um, that were pushing for um, more specific understanding of the guidelines so that people wouldn't have those broad terms that you could loophole and, you mm -hmm. know, deal with. Um, yeah. And then they came back to the table with a few more details regarding um, usage, um, how much you could carry legally um, without being considered someone, you know, um, that's considering to sell. Um, but the biggest point to me was what you just mentioned, inclusion mm -hmm. and the actual, you know, industry itself, the market and mm -hmm. the billions of dollars if this thing will eventually grow into trillions. But mm -hmm, yeah, yeah, making sure that we were not only, uh, you know, that the opportunity was available to us, but that they start correcting the wrongs that they've already done. Um, now, to my knowledge, I do know that some people have been pardoned over the last few years. Some people have been um, released. The terms of those releases, though, are, are scary to me. Like, I'm not even sure if people who are being released are checking to make sure, like, you know, I've seen people who... They were told one thing in court, yeah, your record's going to be free and clear or we're expunging that. And then 10 years down the line, they have an issue because mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. record wasn't or it wasn't quite exactly what was told to them or how it was explained. So I'm just pushing that everyone actually do their due diligence and, you know, look after the yeah. people that they know can use that help. If you're one of those yeah. people, reach out to other people that, you know, mm -hmm. are in the know. If you, if you feel like you don't know, don't be afraid to look for help. Don't be afraid to ask where this is all new. Hopefully we're, you know, we find a median that we don't have to deal with, you know, too much ridicule right now. How much is too much usage? You know, people getting pulled over because someone said, oh, we thought we saw you smoking. So what if they were smoking a cigarette? Yeah. Mm -hmm. What if they were smoking hemp? What if it, you know, like there are so many different things. Mm -hmm. clearly, what if they're smoking CBD even? They're going to come up with some form of testiness on the fly. That much I'm I'm definitely confident in, simply because that's where they make a lot of money. Do you think they would though? Because even states that have been legal for years don't have like a test that they can administer. Like so how do you how do you determine someone is driving under the influence of weed? Like how is that? The same you, thing that they do with alcohol. You know, like, they can judge from visual um, watching, uh, you know, observation, um, a complaint that might have been made. Um, they can, there's a number of things that's left to an officer's discretion that lead up to you being pulled aside or pulled over um, and possibly cited um, or questioned about um, being inebriated. And it's not specific just to marijuana, but what, the reason I'm concerned is because there isn't enough language about, so how does that go? How does a traffic stop mm -hmm. go where someone says, oh, I think I smell marijuana? You might. Yeah. But we all know it lingers, just like cigarette smoke. Yeah, you have mm -hmm. no idea how much a person's imbibed at that point. But on the flip side, I'm also urging people to spend more time researching what it means to smoke, you know, not just the traditional, you know, old school roll up and, you know, yeah. burn one down. Like, by all means do that, but know what you're smoking, know how much you're smoking, know what certain intake is. And, you know, the volume, the quantity, the, what you're actually smoking, like that's yeah. important to me, mm -hmm. but also know it so that you can't be con, so that someone can't use that against you. 
Yeah. So far, I mean, that's pretty much what's been happening out here, right? Someone uses our ignorance against us. We call them opportunists, but that's pretty much what it is. Crime, whatever you want to call it, is someone taking advantage of other people. Right now, I'm just urging people to equip themselves. You don't have to arm yourself all the time, but if you equip yourself with the knowledge and the understanding of what's going on, you're less likely to be caught up in the loopholes that they've already created for us. Yeah. Now, Les, do you, what is, what is the um, marijuana situation in Connecticut? Are you guys, you guys are one of the 15 states that are legalized or no? I think they were discussing, I don't know if they did legalize. I think the governor I think brought it up. I think it's legalized as far as it's not a felony or something like that. <laughs> I don't know that it's fully. Uh, they're not they're looking really... for you, is what you're saying, but you know. Yeah, they're going to ignore you, basically. Because mm -hmm. I know, matter of fact, because something's happening, because I remember one of the attorneys um, was talking about two of the attorneys at my firm are working with, was it dispensaries? But, and so. I, so from that, I'm assuming Connecticut is doing something. Mm -hmm. um, I just haven't yeah. really paid attention. How much. Yeah. Wow. A bill passed for legalization. Mm-hmm. At okay. least through the House. March 25th. Yeah. Okay. So it's pretty much a matter of time. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> So this is about the time that we took our yoga break with the fabulous Miss Ozzy leading the way. So sorry you all missed it, but now we can get back into our discussion. One thing I was thinking was like, how does, you know, like, cause we all kind of participated and, and even Sai is now too, like, um, mm -hmm. how does that help, you know, do you feel like our bodies react to the, the poses that we're getting into? Um, so like, okay, so there's the scientific uh, level of it. And then, you know, there's the, I don't know, even know what the, the I don't want to say spiritual um, because it's not necessarily that, but I, I would say ritualistic, I guess, maybe. Um, part of it so on the scientific level it's more like um, so there's a in our nervous system there's the parasympathetic and the sympathetic nervous system right um, and so the uh, and I'm forgetting which one it is right now it's just crazy because I'm I, I we smoked earlier so <laughs> <laughs> I'm like yes uh, so the uh, which one is it parasympathetic parasympathetic I believe um it basically it, it's the one that is linked to your the sympathetic sorry is linked to your fight or flight system basically so the parasympathetic nervous system is the one that is in charge of like calming you like repair like sleep and that digestion mode so what happens is when we're stressed all the time our system our nervous system is constantly in the sympathetic like nervous system state so we're constantly in fight or flight um, when you do yoga it activates 
the parasympathetic nervous system so that then on a central nervous system level, your body relaxes when you're doing these poses, basically, is what happens. <laughs> um, on the more ritualistic level, you know, it, it releases a lot, like, depending on what you, so just the philosophical level, I should say, rather, too, right? Um, philosophy meaning things like the chakras, some people believe in that. Things like um, the samskaras, the 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 keshas, um, Ayurvedaism, like all these different branches of yoga philosophy um, that they bring into sometimes their poses or their practice. Um, other than that, like it just feels good. Like to be honest, like <laughs> moving yeah. feels good. We're meant to move. Um, we really, really are. So any type of movement, I'm for it, whether it's yoga, whether it's dance, whether it's lifting, power lifting, whatever it is you want to do. Um, but I think it's key. Yeah, I know. Cause I mean, yeah, for me, it was just, you know, how you feel, you know, you're just like, you know, relaxing you know focusing mm -hmm. on the movements and not on everything else from the day so mm -hmm. um, yeah yeah it really causes you and again that's that ritualistic part of it right like it really mm -hmm. causes you to focus like you said on what you're doing in the moment and not on something else because you're trying to do that while you're doing a warrior three you're going to end up with your face <laughs> 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 Right? Like, oops, sorry, face plant. So, <laughs> no, and when you're in a habit of doing that, it mm. does lead to kind of you then having those moments in other places of your life that's off the mat. Yeah. Um, so that's what I'm trying to get back to <laughs> <laughs> after this year. Uh -huh. uh, but yeah. Yeah, to go into the year, you know, with... Um, and some people, you know, work out regularly or they have certain um, either rituals or it seems like I flowed in and out of different rituals throughout even this year, even we're only in April and I've already gone in and out different rituals of I used to walk in the mornings early when it was mm -hmm. freezing outside. But now that it's starting to get a little nicer, but a little more pollen outside, I'm like in the house. I'm like, I'm not going <laughs> You know, really? like I, I still want to kind of break away and get outside, but you know, it, I don't know if it's the time change. It it has something to do with the time change too, with our daylight savings of, mm -hmm. you know, the time that I go outside when it's light out, but then it's closer to when I'm starting to work. So then, you know, it just kind of switched up my whole flow there. Um, mm -hmm. So, but yeah. And um, hmm, interesting. And then also, you know, like I, I, it's so funny because, you know, I'm even new to to smoking and or mm -hmm. um, the oils and stuff. And so oftentimes, you know, when you're talking to people, I'm like, 
what how do you even refer to cannabis how do you refer to marijuana or weed mm-hmm. you know like mm-hmm. there's so many i mean you know and there's so many different names but it's like huh, mm-hmm. like what do you how do you refer to it <laughs> yeah it's funny you mention that uh because actually me and my fiance the other day uh, we have to play this game sometimes where we like try to find different names for things. So the other day we did it based on weed. <laughs> <laughs> so we went literally toe for toe for all the different names for it. Yeah. Um, me personally, I call it weed. I call it uh, ganja. I call it bud. Mm-hmm. Um, I think those are my favorites, I think, or like the, my go-tos. Uh-huh. But I like ones that I like that I don't personally use, like piss. I really like that. But that's because I'm from Harlem, so. Does anybody else call it piss, or that's just like your special name? <laughs> uh, so it's reminiscent of like my my home, my childhood, just hearing people, you know, in Harlem call it piss. So, but <laughs> keep it alive, keep it alive. Yeah. Um. um yeah, that would uh-huh. be it for me. Yeah. What about you? Yeah, usually just just weed, weed or marijuana. But then every time I say marijuana, I I think of the war on drugs, you know, and I think yeah, about how yeah. you know, like you know, it was given that name, you know, to mm-hmm. sound, you know, a little more dangerous or foreign and um, something that they have to stop, something that you have to put a stop to. So. You know, yeah, and I just sure. refer back to weed. <laughs> I even feel that way about like cannabis. Like it's for me, uh-huh. cannabis is like the whitewashing version of mm-hmm. like weed. Like I don't know. Like I don't know why I feel that way. Like maybe I don't know. Maybe like it's like there's like designer cannabis shops, boutiques. Well, that yeah. Are, <laughs> Maybe that's why. I don't know. Yeah. Or like they try to make it sound like, more Manhattan. By, yeah. Like by calling it can- cannabis, like it makes it okay. Mm-hmm. You know like, what I mean? In certain yeah. circles. I don't know. Yeah. It's like everything that we've taught you that was wrong with this. But now if you call it this, then mm-hmm. it's okay. And, mm-hmm. and, and, you know, some, yeah, I guess it does kind of make it a little more palatable in different circles and you know yeah I can mm-hmm. definitely see that yeah yeah and I know now like now that New York has legalized it <laughs> then it's mm-hmm. like okay well what's next like I mean I know we um were chatting in the beginning and just talking about um yeah just just lighting up or you know, where the laws stand now with us out and about in the street or, um, and I guess with any new law or anything that now is deemed as okay, you you know, you still might want to be cautious or, you know, be aware of um, just what that means that you can actually partake in and, I don't see anything different myself personally. I mean, it's only been like a couple of weeks, but um, the same people I'm walking down the street, you know, behind before where you can get a whiff or something, you know. Yeah, that's, that's always been a thing. 
Yeah. Which is like part, part of why I was like, yo, why are, like, son, why are you not doing this already? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, what was, what was the delay? What was the delay? Like, do you know the amount of money you could be making right now? Like, then I know what you want. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but then, okay, so then if we think about the money that can be made, the money that is being made, like I know, like I, I grew up mostly in Boston and I know mm-hmm. two of the two guys up there who, you know, like started like the first black owned dispensary uh, for like recreational marijuana. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, they had to go through some loops, you know, in order to um, get to where they are. And And I just wonder, like New York is so big, it is definitely going to be, um, a moneymaker here. I think the um, one article I was reading was talking about um, probably by 2023, we're looking at like a 2.2 or more billion dollar industry. And mm-hmm. that's an industry probably at dispensaries, you know, and mostly right now is like medical dispensaries across the state. But once we get into recreational, you know, dispensaries, like where do you go to get recreational? Like now that they're opening up, where where are people going to go for recreational, you know, marijuana? And who is mm-hmm. owning these shops? Like I would love to see more black and brown people own dispensaries and be able mm-hmm. to take advantage of this sale, this retail that is going oh, to for sure. Up. Yeah. Especially since they've been at the, you know, black and brown people have been at the bitter end of the uh, law enforcement side of <laughs> marijuana uh, right. or weed for so long. <laughs> and here I am saying marijuana. Ew, it's so ugly <laughs> even coming out my mouth. So I was like, yeah. <laughs> uh, Mary Jane. Yeah, yes, that's go. another one. I like singing about Mary Jane. Oh, I, I love actually... Um, uh, like uh, stoner movies. Those are also my favorites. <laughs> <laughs> I think one of the first stoner movies I saw, I don't know if it was the first one I saw, but the one that I remember was Pineapple Express. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I was hanging out with this dude and I was like, this is what we're watching? I'm like, what? But, but yeah, I was like, <laughs> I was like, okay, yeah. And I'm telling you like now, only recently I've even been smoking because probably mm-hmm. back then when I was in school, mm-hmm. I didn't do anything, maybe just drinking, you know, and, um, but yeah, it's definitely, um, I don't know, just something I've been exploring, you know, interested in learning more about it and relaxing and finding, finding the right strand, you know, is I guess most important because knowing how your body reacts Mm-hmm. Uh, to either and like we were saying before I don't know if Leslie you're still on but um, yeah you know sometimes even though your friend makes stuff you don't know what your friend is measuring <laughs> and what they're putting in it <laughs> this is true <laughs> right so yeah. what would you say or or some recommendations I guess are some safety measures that you know people um Need to just be cognizant of, or when they're when they're dealing with weed, um, either either weed and working out, you know, or because some people what whether they're working out or maybe they're performing or mm-hmm. like 
what kind of precautions, if any, you know, that people should take with um, when they're ingesting their weed? I mean, I think you just just like with alcohol, right? You have to like know your limits. Yes. <laughs> and know yes. like what's suitable for you. Like one person may be able to smoke three J's to the face and be fine. <laughs> But that would like kill another person. Not literally, of course, because we'd never kill yeah. nobody, which is another conversation. But <laughs> um, yeah, so I think it's that like know your limits and then adhere to that. Right. Like, yeah. Don't try to be a superhero and, you know, go toe to toe with someone who has been doing this ever since they were a teenager. And <laughs> <laughs> and you don't know what you're really doing so mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah that and like be okay to like tell people you're not okay <laughs> like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh goodness and and how do you feel about um yeah how do you feel about i don't know about those who have are have been impacted in the judicial system by um, various like weed charges or um, I don't know. Yeah, like I mean, like the war on drugs in general infuriates me. <laughs> it's like <laughs> it, it's just dumb. Like the the stuff people and the sentences people were given. We're not. It's not just dumb. It's it's um it's tragic and it's damaging to so many generations. Um, yeah. And it's all geared. It's like one sided. And that's the either black or brown or poor. Mm-hmm. So, you know, like our prison systems are prop are like for profit. Like that's why they, they literally exist to make a profit. So right. the more, you know, bodies you can put in there and like that, if you really go back into the history of it, like. A good show actually to watch on this is Amend on Netflix. There's like an episode specifically on the war on drugs that explains a lot of this. Mm-hmm. But um, like if you go back specifically to then, that's kind of like when they started to bulk up again all these sentences, like doing year life sentences, year long sentences, or like maximum sentences for yeah. things like weed possession. And it's just like you you can't equate someone who has a little weed or is selling a little weed with someone who's I don't know committing murder or (laughs) right um, I don't know and it's just dumb if you're and also if you're looking at it in relation to other drugs at least this is my this is my personal opinion like Mm -hmm. things like um mushrooms or weed things from the earth yeah um I don't see a problem with that if people want to like go ahead, consume that. Um, I don't think that's going to hurt anybody because, again, it's from the earth. It's it's natural. Uh, now, things like cocaine, heroin, meth, uh, <laughs> all these other things, like these are things that actually, again, this is my opinion and my experience or observations, not necessarily fact, like harm people. <laughs> it really cause wreak havoc in society. Um, I mean, yeah, it really doesn't equate in my mind. Yeah, I mean, those are, you know, you're right to me, seems like definitely more hardcore, more addictive and um, 
I know people argue like, oh, marijuana is the gateway drug, you know, it'll lead you down the path to, you know, <laughs> uh, ruin, you know. Um, there was stuff wrong with you before you tried weed. <laughs> so there's some, yeah, something else took you down that path, not the weed. Right. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, and I think when you mentioned before, like these, these offenses that have been brought against people in the mostly brown and brown, brown and brown, black and brown communities um, really do impact generations because, mm -hmm. I mean, it could start off as a small possession, but then, you know, that takes someone away from their family, their wife or kids or their girlfriend. And, and then, you know, who knows what happens potentially on the inside. And then you may have been there for longer or, what you agree, you know, what you pled for, you know, um, it, it just is like a slippery slope. And then it, that impacts you, but then it impacts, you know, your family around you, your son or your, your, your kids coming up. Um, and, and so it, yeah. Their kids. <laughs> <laughs> right. You know, when you start talking about like either generational or like things repeating themselves, um, it's, it, it's the same story of, you know, trying to keep us down or trying to um, limit and limit the view of, you know, where people can go and exceed in life. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, 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 it's really unfortunate. Yeah. Well, thanks, Ozzy. Thank you so much for the, the yoga and the uh, 420 chat. <laughs> it was so fun. Thank you for having me. Yes, anytime. Yeah. So I just want to say thank you once again to everyone to listening to Improper Mimi, where we talk about empowering women at home, work, or play. Um, we had a good time today doing our yoga with Ozzy. Thank you once again so much for helping us, walking us through, teaching us through our, our moves today. And um, and even sharing some of your opinions about, you know, the marijuana recreational usage now in New York City and how it impacts our community, as well as um, our own relaxation and routine when we're doing various exercises or working out or dances. So everyone be safe out there, whether you're participating in 420 this year or not, um, just as you're going about your day, be sure to um, empower those around you, share your stories, let them know that they're not going through this alone. And we will catch up with you next time on Improper Mimi. Ciao.